Hello, and welcome to the Stupid Sequels Podcast, where we find truly terrible movies and give them all the attention they don't deserve. Each episode, we'll discuss exactly what made such a horrible sequel, from casting to budget to just plain bad writing. While we all love a great movie, there's something just a little more fun about watching a seriously stupid sequel. Now, while there are plenty of awful sequels out there, we have a few guidelines about the kind of movies we'll be reviewing here. We're talking about direct-to-video, made-for-TV, never-appeared-in-a-theater sequels. The ones the studios gave up on before they even started. This week, my guest is Alex Rizel, and we will be discussing Aladdin, King of Thieves, the sequel to Aladdin. Hello. Hi. It's good to know I can screw up and you can fix it. Yeah, I can. <laughs> so, you picked this movie because Chelsea is bad at planning, and I went... I have to post an episode in four days. Fuck. Yeah. And you were like, okay, help me guess. Well, as a future roommate, I am in a, a break class in case of emergency guest. You are. Um, and you will be that forever once we move in. As of today, people, we are approved for a house. We're very happy. We haven't signed any paperwork, but this is further than we've ever gotten. And we're very excited. As you can tell from how excited I sound. That's just him. I would say that's just his face, but you can't see it. <laughs> but it's like, that's just his face, but like a voice energy. Um, so what made you pick Aladdin? Because we were, we were going back and forth on a couple of things. Um, I think I told you this one before. You said the better guests have uh, some, some connection to the original or the sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, when I told my brother that I was going to do this, he goes, wait, there's an Aladdin 3? And I was like, yeah, it's the one who meets his dad. And he's just like, oh, I thought that was Aladdin. Because we only had Aladdin 3 on VHS. So we watched it a lot. So he just thought that Jafar, oh, he just wasn't familiar with Jafar? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, number two with Jafar does not exist. Well, number two with Jafar, do you know why it sucks so bad? No. They couldn't get Robin Williams. Oh. So, uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Just uh, nuts and bolts of the movies. So, the original came out in 1992. Um, It got a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes, and the sequel only got a 27. That's a 67% difference. And we were saying, this is not a bad movie. No. It's really not. I legitimately laughed out loud as a full-grown adult. Yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with Robin Williams. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like there's another part that was funny that I don't remember, though. Yeah, so it came out in 1982 with a budget of the original, uh, with a budget of $28 million and it made 504 at box office. It was the 14th movie ever to clear $200 million and the first animated movie to do so. The sequel came out in 1996, which is a follow-up to the 1994 sequel, Return of Jafar, and it acts as a conclusion to the Aladdin series, both film and the animated TV show. It had a budget of $26 million and it made $130 million in home VHS sales. Successful. Yeah. I mean, Disney doesn't do unsuccessful. Even their failures are better than most people's successes. That's true. Although, I did hear that Aladdin was supposed to be like, we're going to start Disney princes now. I don't think that really took off. No. Make more interesting princes. Sorry. Like, I think they have gotten a little bit better like that. Like, Eugene Entangled is entertaining. He's not a prince, per se. 
but he's a more interesting love interest than Prince Philip in Sleeping Beauty, who is a face. He's also, uh, I want to say, Zach Levi? Levy? Yeah. Zachary Levi? Yes. Yeah. And I love him, so. He's fun. Yeah. Um, so there was also a Broadway musical, which debuted in 2014, which was workshopped at the Hyperion at Disney's California Adventure from 2003 to 2016. The Broadway musical was nominated for five Tonys and a Grammy. And there's a live action adaptation directed by Guy Ritchie coming in May of 2019. Oh, um, the Pink Power Ranger is yeah, Jasmine. Naomi Scott. Yeah. Yeah, and the Aladdin is played by uh, Mean Masood, and Will Smith is the genie, and then Nassim Pedram is like, they're not going to deal with a tiger, so they're just like, Jasmine's going to have a friend, and it's played by Nassim Pedram. Okay. SNL. Yeah, no. I'm still caught up on Will Smith being a genie. You know, we we can't have Robin. I know, but you could have a super enthusiastic something that can't be contained. I mean, we'll have... Yeah. I mean, who? Who would you cast? Pass. See, it's it's tricky because I would almost say Jim Carrey, but he's a physical comic. His he can't do voices. Yeah. And I mean, no one's ever gonna stand up to Robin Williams, but mm. I think Will Smith is he's gonna be okay. Have you seen a Will Smith impression before? Do you want it to be Kevin Hart? Yeah. That's what I fucking thought. Fine. There we go. <laughs> um so oh, swears are on the table too oh fuck yeah okay yeah he's uncomfortable with my swearing no i'm fine with it i just didn't know if i could you can um so pretty much if pretty much everybody from the original cast came back uh scott wagner as aladdin brad keen as his singing voice robin williams as the genie he did not do Return of Jafar or the animated series because basically he was doing a different kids movie and he's like, if I do a Disney movie, it's going to get completely overshadowed by it. So I don't want to be part of the merchandising. I don't want my voice used for any of the toys. My character can only be 20% of the movie poster. And Disney went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then didn't do any of that. I feel like I heard about that. And uh, he got real fucking mad at them. And they like they bought him a Picasso and Van Gogh to try to make up for it. He said the reason Mickey Mouse has three fingers is so he can never pick up the check. Like, <laughs> it got real bad. And basically they begged and pleaded and all this stuff to get him to do uh, the third one. But he said, if I do this, no more. No more TV show. No more sequels. This is it. And they said, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, between the first and the third movie... There are 16 hours of unused footage, uh, of, of used recording of him. Uh, they said most of which is not suitable for a children's movie. Um, but they did want to do a Genie's prequel uh, direct video. Mm -hmm. But it's in Robin Williams' will that Disney cannot use anything of his until 25 years after his death. He really thought of everything. He really did. I feel... 
feel like after his 25 years after his death it should be a public domain at that point in time but it's disney so they might push the copyright back even further yeah and and his family has really fought because they like as after he died they tried to kind of like start sneaking stuff back out again they're like no stop it his daughter zelda said no and yes his daughter's name is zelda um so linda larkin came back as jasmine uh leah salonga was the singing voice in the first uh, but it's Liz Calloway who's in the second. Liz Calloway is the voice of Anastasia in the animated movie, the singing voice. Frank Welker as Abu, who's also the voice of all of the lion roars in Lion King. Huh. Yeah. Um, Gilbert Godfrey as Iago. And Razul, the guard, is played by Jim Cummings, also the voice of Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. I feel like he's in a lot of stuff. Jim Cummings is in everything. Like... I don't know how many times he's come up on this podcast, but yeah, Jim Cummings is our hero. He's He does everything. One of the things I thought was actually pretty interesting about the casting, they were pretty age-appropriate. They really were, which uh, for a Disney movie, it's a lot of 40-year-olds playing 12-year-olds. Yeah, no, this is like a 20-year-old playing whatever the hell Aladdin's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so in the sequel, Jonathan, or not Jonathan, John Reese davies is Kasim. Uh, Aladdin's dad, guys. Spoilers! Merwin um, Forard is his singing voice. He's also an uncredited, sing- an uncredited singing voice for Mulan, Hunchback, and Pocahontas, and played Jafar on Broadway as Aladdin. And CCH Pounder was the Oracle. Uh, pretty I'm, much. I'm glad you had CCH Pounder in there as well. That was one of my notes. CCH Pounder! I mean, that's a pretty baller move to be like, my last name is Pounder. I'm going to go with initials for my first name. You could have gone the reverse. You could have made it Madonna. She's like, no, Pounder. Yeah. I feel like there was some story behind that. I don't remember what it was. But the dad is Gimli, and that's all I care about. Yes. Um, so in the original, the music is all done by Alan Menken, Howard Ashman, Tim Rice, who did Little Mermaid, Pocahontas, Hunchback, Little Mermaid, everything great Disney's ever done. And in the sequel, it's done by Carl Johnson and Mark Waters, who have credits such as Hunchback of Notre Dame, two, Little Mermaid, the animated series, Care Bears, and Batman the animated series. Well, if you have Batman the animated series, you're set. I know I pulled it all back. I'm like, well, no, <coughs> no, I think you're great. Uh, for Return of Jafar, they just remixed all of like the score for scenes. Mm-hmm. They didn't write anything original. But then for the third, they're like, no, 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 we got Robin back. We have to write an original score. Oh. So, Aladdin got two Oscars, uh, Best Score and Best Song, and it is the first and so far the only Disney feature to earn a Grammy for Song of the Year for Whole New World. Uh, the opening scene is completely ad-libbed by Robin Williams. They just oh, yeah. gave him a table for a, full of like, made his TV products, and we're like, go. Uh, they said 90% of what he ad-libbed was not suitable for children's ears. Um, and so basically the way that they got him to do the show was they animated the genie to one of his old stand-up specials. Mm-hmm. Like, look how great it is. And like, the genie can change when you're doing an impression. And Robin's like, okay, that's kind of cool. <laughs> um, and there's a rumor that Aladdin, uh, didn't get nominated for best script because basically all the best lines in the script are ad-libbed by Robin Williams. Yeah. That's not true. It doesn't work like that. It didn't get best script because it wasn't the best script. Um, 
and there was some controversy when it controversy when the first one came out uh because the opening song they say where they cut off your ear if they don't like your face and people are like whoa 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 that's kind of a rude uh impression of the middle east so they changed it to where it's flat and immense and the heat is intense which is what pretty much unless you have they they only said cut off your ear if they don't like your face in theaters by the Uh, time it got released to vhs it was uh flat and immense um and all of the main characters who are good are white passing features and American accents. And all of the villains are darker skinned with more traditional Middle Eastern features. They corrected that in the third, I think. Eh. I think they did better than they did in the first. The clothing was darker in the third than it was in the first. Yeah, well, the whole movie looked like it got a tan. We'll get to it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think what, we're actually... Was the third before Mulan? Mulan sequel came out. Help me out, guys. I know one of you is yelling it at your phone right now. 2005, I want to say? No, just the first Mulan, period. Oh. Mulan came out in... 98, yeah. Okay. Something I noticed going through both Aladdin and 3, they used side characters as, like, testing for future movies. Like, in Aladdin 1, there's a part where he's going through, like, the royal recipes or whatever, mm-hmm. and out, he's like, Caesar salad, and out pops an arm, and it's very clearly, that's how Hercules was done. That was the Hercules animation. Uh, apparently also the Hercules pantheon showed up in the whole new world thing. Yeah, and he pulls a crab out and it's Sebastian. And he pulls a crab out and Sebastian. And then in three, some of the 40 thieves, I saw one of them and I was like, that's a Mulan guy. And I also think the big baddie in three is very, at least skin shading was similar to Mulan's enemy. Yeah, I was like, does he have jaundice or something? Because that man is gray. Gray. Uh, and they also had the very thin mustache going. Mm-hmm. Like, they they were using that as kind of a trial for other movies. Huh. I, I noticed some of, like, the obvious ones where it's like, that's Sebastian, that's it. But I didn't think about it that way. That's true. Damn. Um, are you ready to get into it? Sure. Let's okay. do it. All right. So it opens up with a far shot of Agrabah, like, panning up into the city. And there's a man with a covered face, and he's got like a hundred camels, and there's men hiding in the baskets on the camels, and he's like, Mahaha, we're heading to Agrabah. And the genie is like, Oh, what's what's happening over here? Get ready for so many bad impressions of me trying to do Robin Williams' amazing impressions. I'm sorry, guys, it has to happen. And they're like, Oh, what's what's happening here? And the guard's like, Princess is marrying a street rat, and he's like, Psych, that's my boy. And then he's like, Title card! And it's, like, really pathetic, and he's like, oh, some of you didn't believe. But bam! <laughs> like, Robin Williams is just like, mm, fourth wall, I'm not familiar. Yeah. He enjoys kicking it repeatedly in the chest in dark alleys where no one can find it. It, it doesn't exist. <laughs> There's, like, a part later on where he's like, you know what I can't believe? I can't believe a tertiary character has this many lines. No, it was, uh, I can't believe a tertiary character is talking while I have the scene. <laughs> That's it. 
Like, he's just like, Mm-mm, no. I'm surprised he didn't talk about, like, this is worse than when Disney screwed Robin Williams out of his money. Well, Robin Williams showed up as Robin Williams. Oh, yes. As Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. Which was wonderful. We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. Um, so the first song is Party, in a- Party Here in Agrabah, and it's everyone getting ready for the wedding. Some people think that Aladdin is too low for Jasmine. The thieves in the baskets are like, we're going to steal the presents. It's going to be great. Clearly, this genie has been in the city. No one second guesses when he shows up as different characters. No. They just sing along. It's all great. They're just like, we live amongst the shapeshifter now. <laughs> Smile, children. Anyone could be him. <laughs> Speak not ill of Aladdin or the Sultan. He may be the goat. <laughs> Question, though. When did Genie get his wristbands back? Noticed it? He has them through the whole animated series, too. Uh, yeah, but that's a different voice actor. I don't care. Yes. Uh, but I think he basically doesn't have them for the end of the first one. And then they're like... No, that's really, like, how he accessorized. He'll just wear them again. Because he wears them in the second, too. Big plot point. He's free of his arm shackles. JK, they're back. He chose to wear them now. It's a fashion statement. (laughs) It's ironic. Even if it was just, like, a different shade, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. But no. They're off of his wrist for a minute. You're like, oh, it looks bad. Put them back on. There we go. Um, Better than nipples. Oh, no nipples. (laughs) For all these shirtless men. No nipples! If they're aroused... If women can arouse men with their nipples, then anyone can be aroused by any nipple. No nipples in Agrabah! No. Uh, so Aladdin's back at his old hovel. <gasps> it's the future, right? That's the theory. So if it's the future, and we've already determined that men's nipples completely are not necessary, we've maybe they've just out. evolved out of them. Yep. Yeah. There's, there's a whole Disney conspiracy theory that the Aladdin universe takes place in, like, 2,000 years from now? Way further than that. 2 million years from now? Yeah, we gotta go into post-apocalyptic, forgetting everything we've ever done. And basically the genie, that's why he can do all these references for things that haven't happened, because he was in the lamp for a million years while society fell and rebuilt from scratch. Also, that isolation would totally explain all of his impersonations. Idiosyncrasies. That's the only thing I'm scared about with a live action. I'm like, don't don't give the genie like a dark sad like anxiety ptsd problem about being alone like don't do it please i mean it explains his character though constantly making up other people to fulfill his time and uh okay sorry they're gonna do it i just don't want it to happen this is a fun children's movie this isn't the hurt locker but also with a flying carpet um so Aladdin's back at his old hovel and he's digging out his dad's dagger I'm thoroughly convinced he still lives there it's his bachelor pad it is it's his man cave which is prime real estate and no one's even approached him that always kills me when like a character in a movie is like this is my small little little hovel but it's home and then it's like, like oh in Ratatouille when Linguini has an apartment with a perfect view of the Eiffel Tower, I'm like, that room could be a four by four foot box. That view just made it a seven million dollar apartment. Like, it doesn't work like that. Like your your shitty walk up in Manhattan because you're just a girl trying to make it in the city that happens to have a view of Empire State Building. It's not real. The view is what makes it expensive, not the actual apartment. Also, it's probably on the top floor. We're getting our lease. Nice. He's sending it over. 
when you guys listen they to this, pick a date? we will have signed release. Uh, he's getting it now. Okay. Uh, we're getting a house. It's 23,000 square feet. They said roommates couldn't do it. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Oh, for said, those of you out there who are trying to rent houses, they don't like it when you're roommates. Oh, hate it. They want you to be families. Thank God we had little baby Caleb. Little baby Caleb. What a summer. We uh, faked an engagement and a child out of wedlock to get this house. I don't think anyone ever knew that. Just no, us. Just us. We're like, if they start to doubt our application, we have a whole story. You can ask any of us independently. We'll all back it up with timing, <laughs> dates. He, he claimed that during his internship in california he had a love child and that's why he moved back to california to be closer to the love child tinder was early no one knew about protection it was terrible (laughs) oh so many orgies so many oh alex was saying we should just say the kid's name is alex so when we're talking about her as the fourth roommate we're like this could be alex's room alex is unisex it works it is depending on whatever child we would need to produce so all of my friends now uh hate you because I'm like, I'm hanging out with Alex. And they're like, oh, I haven't seen her in forever. I'm like, different Alex. My, oh, my, my, da- my mom will call me. And she's like, oh, where, who are you with? I'm like, I'm hanging out with Alex. She's like, oh, you never see her. I'm like, no, guy Alex. Oh. Like, they never know who I'm talking about now. And I will flip mid-conversation from talking about one of you to the other with no warning. You do it talking to me. And I was like, oh, are we doing third person now? <laughs> yeah, Alex does it too. Where I'm like, yeah, Alex doesn't really like that. She's like, yeah, I do. I'm like guy alex and she's like god damn it i'm sorry like one of these times i'm just gonna start responding alex does indeed like that (laughs) i'm not gonna call you xander that's fine i just call her alexandra yeah and i always say it like that because i'm like alex andra like (laughs) two words um but yeah so he's digging out this dagger from his dad and he's like my daddy died he left me and my mommy and he died and this is all I have left of him, and I don't know if I'm going to be a good husband, because he didn't show me how to be a good dad. <laughs> I wish he was here. And Jasmine pops in, and she's like, yo, it's all right. You're going to be a good person. Oh, hold up. We totally missed something in the the first scene. What? They have all the freaking gods. Thor shows up. <laughs> That's not happening happen yet. That's right at the beginning, isn't it? It's next scene. Ugh. All right, this is getting cut out. No, it's not. I'm leaving it in now. Just God hurt damn you. it. It's not like you're ever going to listen to the episode. That's true. <laughs> he hates the sound of his own voice. I'm making him wear monitor headphones right now, and he's in hell. I'm managing. It's I'm not... just shouting loud enough so that I hear my own voice, not through the headphones. You can do the one ear thing if that helps. No, because my head is not shaped like a normal human being, so it all falls off. Me either. Um, so, uh, Jasmine's like, well, I'm going to marry my one true friend, so it's all going to be great. And they fly off to the wedding. Uh, Kasim and Saluk are like, we're going to steal the oracle. We're going to get out of here. Kasim is the king of the thie- of the 40 thieves, and Saluk is the muscle. He's the... He's the big bad. He's the big bad. He's got Wolverine movie. claws. That's how you know. He is gray. Just gray. Straight gray. Uh, he's bald, he's got a thin black mustache, and he's mm-hmm. got wolverine brass knuckles. Just on one hand, though. Yes, just one. Asymmetry, evil. 
And don't forget, he's got the yellow squinty eyes. Yes. He's very not white. Look at him. Look at how gray he is. Um, oh, I was going Caucasian. You know, Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we get to meet all the gods. So first it's okay. Cleopatra and Caesar bring a salad. Yes. Which is glorious. And then Osiris. <laughs> For a second. The bird noise that he makes. <laughs> For a second, I was curious if the genie was being everyone. And I think I, I think there was enough that convinced me he wasn't. Yeah. I think he was being Moses and Thor. You think he was being Thor? Thor. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if only because I mean he it was did Robin use... Williams. Yeah, and he used a pun, so maybe it was the genie. He goes, How are you anyway? Thor <laughs> That is must have been very tiring getting here. And then he goes, This wedding is brought to you by sand. It's everywhere. Get used to it. And all I could see is that like a screenshot of Anakin from the prequels. <laughs> I hate sand. It's rubbing its ear, Jenny. It gets everywhere. <laughs> um, it's very on point branding, though. It is. And then this next scene is like a good fourth of the movie. Like, usually my notes are broken down by scene. This next chunk is like a full two pages. Because oh, so much happens. So much. First, though, since we did mention the gods, mm -hmm. do all gods exist? Is there a religion? It's the future. <laughs> it's the future. Humanity is done, and gods are like, this is our time now. Uh -huh. oh, I was going more, all the gods are dead. But... Oh. Well, I mean, Osiris and Thor showed up. Yeah. They, uh, Moses was there, but probably the genie. Did I you? feel like they leaned a little more into the Egyptian. They say Allah in the first movie like four times. They do. They're like, thank Allah you're here. I'm like, wow. Um, this was pre-9-11, though, so a lot didn't alarm people as much as it yeah. does now. Um, it really leaned into that. Oh, in a recent uh, survey, 70% of Republicans thinks that we should bomb Agrabah. The fictional place. country <laughs> from Aladdin. To be fair, so did like 23% of Democrats, but... Genies is a weapon of mass destruction. He is. He's, he's the A-bomb. Yep. There were a lot of times where I'm like, you're a genie. Just stop it. Like. Oh, is. Don't get me started on that. But you can't. You can't use a genie to their full potential or the movie doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you have to read that like big book of Greek myths in like elementary school? Have to? No. Did I? You bet your sweet No, ass. I love it. But like I, we had to read one and I'm not going to remember. It was a pink cover. I'm not going to remember it. But, like, the last page of it is just, like, yeah, even though gods are immortal, all things come to an end, which is why no one prays to these gods anymore. The end. And that always pissed me off. Like, just don't have that page. Was it just for, like, kids being like, well, why don't we pray to Zeus now? Like. I don't know that one. No. But, like, the last page of the book always made me angry of, like, oh, yeah, gods are immortal, except they all died. What? Okay, you have myths where they die. Yeah. So you can just lean into that. I don't know why they need to do anything. But it was like a collection of short stories. It wasn't like it was one long narrative, and then they're like, JK, no. all things must die. I'm like, what the hell? It always made me mad. So We're the doing genie, a decent job of staying on topic for We us. are. They're, the worse the movie, the more off topic we get. 
So I'm trying. I'm trying to stick. I'm not that good at it. The genie is slipping out over every little detail. The boutonnieres don't match the cummerbunds. He didn't care. <laughs> Aladdin's like, I used to eat dirt. I'm all right. Um, but then we're like married. waiting for Jasmine as for, he's as he's having these problems, yeah. his breakdowns. He's like, I don't give it. I don't care. <laughs> Jasmine needs to come up the aisle. Everybody comes in. Sultan comes in. He's like, it's Kodiak moment. Bear. Kodak, Kodiak. Ha-ha. Um, here comes Jasmine. Doesn't she look pretty in her long-sleeved wedding oh, dress? Uh, oh, I guess other cultures. I was like, the groom was also wearing white. No one mentioned this. Other cultures. Yeah. I don't know. Agrabah's not a real country, so I don't know what culture we're supposed to be borrowing from i i firmly believe that they were like uh 1001 nights or arabian nights arabian nights well yeah the opening song is arabian nights but they were just like that's the world that we're living in and i didn't actually do enough research into this did the tv shows do any of that because um the tv shows were a lot more on the punny side okay like uh the only thing i remember from the tv shows is one episode where Aladdin is a shark, but with like super swole arms for some reason, swimming around in a fishbowl. Do you remember the episode where Aladdin makes a wish that his life had more adventure and he runs into Hercules? No. Yeah. It uh it sure did happen. I mean, that would be adventurous. Yeah. Um but yeah, like there's a villain whose name is Abiz Mal. Oh. I also don't know all the thousand and one stories or whatever they are. There are not actually a thousand and one stories. Oh. So, the original story of the 1001 Tales of the Arabian Nights is this concubine gets bought by a sultan, and he's like, I'm gonna do it with you. And she's like, wait, let me tell you a story. And when I'm done with my story, I'll do it with you. And she tells a great story, and he's like, dang. Concubine or wife? Concubine. Okay. And she's like, dang, I want to hear another story. As long as you keep telling me stories... I won't fuck you. And she tells a thousand and one stories. Yeah. There are not actually a thousand and one stories, but that's like the myth of like where all the stories keep coming from. Okay. I mean, I knew that central one. Yeah. Little did she know the brain is the largest erogenous zone. (laughs) And now we make the beast of two backs. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) You're thinking of the exact same thing I am. It's an episode of American Dad where Roger gets bought into a harem and just tells episodes of 90210 and Melvoin's place. And it's like, I will tell you a tale of a land called Beverly Hills. Tell me more. Um, So, Kasim and Saluk uh, alert all the other thieves to emerge. They have an unlimited basket budget, apparently. Oh. Baskets as far as the eye can see. Um, and they've got, like, a ninja, and a snake charmer, and an assassin, and some triplets, and a fat guy, and a skinny guy, and a... And a mongol. And a mongol. They're, uh, they're diverse in the 40 thieves. They are. Uh, but, rule of thumb, unless you're the leader... You need to have something fucked up with your teeth. Yes. Even if it's just like one gold tooth. Um, they spook an elephant by stabbing it violently in the butt. That's how you spook things. <laughs> like, just smack its ass. You don't have to stab it, Jesus. Uh, and Jeannie's like, oh, I thought the earth was supposed to move after the honeymoon. 
damn, Disney, like... I think they they just let... They were already like, look, we can't use 90% of Robin Williams. If he doesn't say fuck, we're putting it in the movie. Roll with it. And I think that's why, like, as opposed to other children's movies, our parents didn't mind watching Disney so much. Because they were like, eh. Like, yeah. we're going to drop this joke in for the parents. You're welcome. Yeah. Um. So... They're just trampling the entire wedding pavilion. The, you know, pillars are falling and wedding guests are being attacked and they're stealing jewelry and purses and ah, it's crazy. And don't forget the uh, the genie's just kind of watching it all. The genie's like, ah, I know what I should do. Hold up the roof. Not like magically fix the roof. It's kind of what get in the way. What? He does nothing. Um, and Kasim is looking for the oracle. First of all, and they make a joke of this, who bought them the oracle as a wedding present? I don't know. And how did the 40 thieves know they were getting it as a wedding present? The other oracle. The lesser known one. The one who's not as good as his job. (laughs) Where is the ultimate treasure? I don't know. My sister could probably tell you. Instead of one question answered correctly infinite questions kind of vaguely answered i think the genie was just like damn girl where are you registered like <laughs> he definitely said that but he definitely says it's an oracle yes not the oracle yes which i'm like genie are you like jealous like yeah it's just an oracle like chill <laughs> bitter um so they're like, it's the 40 thieves. They fight like demons. Oh, my God. Um, Jasmine just punches a thief clean in the face. I'm like, good job, girl, on your wedding day. So in the original Aladdin, Jasmine was supposed to be a lot more active. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just like, I don't want to get married ever. And instead of just being like, I don't want to get married. She's like, I don't want to get married to a guy unless he's this, 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 this. Like, she had an impossible list of all the things he had to be. Yeah. And she, like, snuck out of the palace all the time. Mm-hmm. And there was supposed to be a whole thing where, oh, when Aladdin, she thinks Aladdin has been executed. Yeah. She's supposed to, like, leave the palace and run away. But they're like, we didn't have time to animate all that, so we just drew her running to her room and crying. And Aladdin was supposed to use his second wish where she's like, okay, well, these are my top five suitors, suitors including Prince Aladdin, and they have to go through this obstacle course. And he was like, I wish I was, like, super strong and super fast and super clever. And he, like, runs through this crazy elaborate obstacle course, and then he wins. But then they're like, that's too hard to animate. Can we discuss this really fast? Yep. Uh, The genie does not grant wishes. He is a con man. Discuss. First off, wish number whatever was like, I want to become a prince. He just goes, I bet if he looks fancy and has clearly lots of money, people will think he's a prince. Yeah. There was no, like, oh, you're actually a prince. They I created like, a small country that you now roll. Yeah, no. It was just like, hey, look, he's got nice clothes. And they're like, Prince, what's your name? And he's like, yes, I am a prince. <laughs> I will get back to you on the name. The first one, which isn't a wish, he does accomplish. Which is, I bet you couldn't even get us out of here. Really, bitch? Aladdin, really, bitch? also the best con man. And he's like, haha. So that was your first wish. He's like, I didn't wish for shit. Yeah. Like, okay. Second I, one, he doesn't technically wish either. Which yeah. like, I would debate that with you, Genie. You could just <laughs> like me and rescue me because you like me. You do that other times. Yeah. 
Because, like, I'm a prince seems to be a pretty catch-all, and you're like, and I also need this, 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 and that because I'm a prince. And that's no problem. But actively drowning, he's like, say you want help. And his head kind of wiggles to the side, and he's like, I'm going to say that was a yes. Second wish. I'm like. It's also very clear the genie decides what is and isn't a wish. Mm-hmm. He's like, there are rules I got to follow, but also I'll break them. And the rules are, you can't bring anyone back from the dead. Nope. You can't make anyone fall in love with you. No. And no wishing for more wishes. Yep. You know how you get around that. You wish for more genies. I wish I had a hundred genies. That would really piss him off, though. Do you really think he'd grant that wish? Again, we've determined he can make and bend his own rules. Wish number one. I wish I had a hundred genies. Wish number two. I wish they all had a hundred genies to give me. Wish number three. You're free. Wish number four. A really nice looking lady genie for you. Unless it's a guy genie, you can roll that way. I don't judge. A gender fluid genie, however you're feeling this millennia. No, someone was saying online, they're like, legitimately, if the genie wasn't an asshole, what's the best thing to wish for if you only had one wish? And someone had the best answer, which was, I wish I had a wallet that always had exactly the amount of money I needed. Yeah. Because then no one's going to break in your house to like, we discussed this. Kill you for your fortune. It should be on a debit card. Or like a prepaid card. Because mm. if you're like, I'm going to go buy a Lamborghini, your wallet's broken. Even if it's like $100,000 bills. I don't even know if that's a thing. Purple Lamborghini. Um, yeah. Lambo. Lambo. I scream so, Lambo. I don't want to work anymore. Okay. Uh, they do come back to this later. They're just like, Dagger, that's as good as a DNA test. I'm glad they go back to it later in the movie. Yeah. But zero questions. <laughs> dagger? Son. Cool. Cool, oh, cool, you know, they only made one of those daggers, and uh, pretty sure you'd have to get that story. And right. I love that there's no, like, okay, so, uh, Aladdin, when I left you and your mother, we were destitute beggars? Yeah. You're marrying a princess. The fuck? Y- yeah. Huh? Well, does he realize that he's the guy he just stole from? If or, not, then when he goes back. When he goes back, he definitely does. I don't know if he realizes when he goes to steal from Because they do fight face-to-face at the wedding. Yeah. Over the Oracle for some time. The, yeah, he really should have. But yeah. Um, at least they didn't do the like, oh, you have the same martial arts moves I do? We must be related. So, then... We, we kind of see why Kasim is the king of thieves. Because Saluk's like, he saw our secrets. He must die. And Saluk's like, and Kasim's like, okay. Unless. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. And they're like, what is it? What is it, Kasim? And he's like, no, it's dumb. You guys don't want to hear it. And they're like, we do. We do want to hear it. And he's like, well, he has to die unless. Unless what? Unless he does the challenge. Apparently, they landed on the 40 Thieves nickname and just do not want to change it one bit. The 41? That sounds like bullshit. Fine, just jump to 50. Fuck. You want us to find nine other guys? No! (laughs) It's easier. Subtract one, add one. 40. Dude, what if like three of us die in a boat accident? Then I guess we're getting three (laughs) new guys that day. It's basic math. It's how they got the triplets. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they just found one family. Guys, like, seriously, we're really good fighters. I'm sorry, we only have two spots available right now, and we're going to fill them immediately. We're not going to hold them until... <laughs> Did he just die? You're in. Yes. <laughs> Do you think the triplets get to fight as a team to enter? 
I would hope so. I'm I'm pretty sure like one person died and then they kind of had accidents and some other spots opened up. I'm guessing that too. Yeah. Um and so Luke's like, "Okay, I'll be the one to administer the challenge." Uh they then ride to their dramatic seaside fighting mountain. <laughs> They're like, this is our fight mountain. We don't fight where we live. That's what are we assholes? No. Um, they're like, clearly, Black Panther took note. Oh, it's exactly what I was thinking. Exactly what I was thinking. Um, but he's like, so the challenge is, two of you fight, one of you dies, and then he's like, all right, son, knock him dead. No, seriously. <laughs> I was like, you're funny. You've got a funny dad, Aladdin. Um, just the range from Kasim in that entire scene, like. I'm a big baddie. I'm also smarter than everyone else. Let's have some fun. I love you, son. <laughs> like, what? Also, I'm kind of ruthless. You're going to need to kill this guy. So, aim with your fist. Um, <laughs> this seems really unfair because Luke just has like three knives at the end Wolverine of his fist. And Aladdin's just bare knuckle fighting for the first minute of the fight. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, wait, I have a small knife. I'm like, someone give him a sword. I, Jesus. I feel... Okay. I get that they're thieves. Later, we learn they're very well, like, organized. Yeah. I assume thanks to Kasim. There's a pension plan, a 401k. <laughs> Sick uh, days. No dental, though. No. Very important that there's no, no dental. dental. We don't <laughs> do dental. You guys could pick vision or dental, and you all picked vision, and we all got prescription sunglasses. We look so cool when we roll as a posse, but our grills are fucked. It's the choice you made. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't even right now. <laughs> I almost just, like, spit-taked blood orange soda all over my couch. Oh. <laughs> that's one of those sentences where for some reason your brain stops halfway through mm-hmm. you're like I'm about to just spit take blood orange <laughs> soda <laughs> did you see Keenan and Keller having a reunion I did is it a good burger reunion no they're gonna be partners on Double Dare oh that's right and Kel did have orange soda at his wedding. I'm like, oh, It's a little bit funny, a little bit sad. <laughs> yeah. That was, I forget, it's one of the guys from Entourage. I don't watch Entourage. But apparently his character that, his, that the actor on the show plays has a, a catchphrase. Yeah. And the real life person used his character's character's catchphrase at his own wedding. I'm like, dude... Really? I don't know. If it's a show I loved, I might enjoy that. Because, again, I don't really want on, watch Entourage, mm-hmm. similar to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I only know it by his reputation. Yeah. It just feels like he's getting lost in his own head. Yeah. Well, th- have you seen the cracked thing about how Entourage is a conspiracy? No. Oh my god, it's so great. We're gonna get off topic a little bit, but it's relevant. Um, okay. no, it's not. It's just funny. Um, so basically, <laughs> they're like, okay, look at the four guys from Entourage. What did any of them do before? Exactly, not much. So they're like, we're gonna have a show about these like four nothing actors 
and them like trying to make it in Hollywood. We're going to have real Hollywood people play themselves, actors, directors, producers. It'll be great. Um, and we're going to make this show super successful, except it's not. We're going to make these four nothing actors playing four nothing actors who suddenly get successful think they suddenly get successful. <laughs> it's a Truman show. Oh. To the yes. point where one of the actors will do a catchphrase of his character's character at his own real life wedding. Truman Show. He is the show was doesn't make sense. No. I've been I know people who absolutely love that show. They're very upset with me that I haven't watched it. I refuse. Ugh, I just I feel like I missed the boat. I've watched like one episode and I'm like this was too much. And now that you have an idea of what Chelsea and I are like normally when we talk and go on crazy tangents, let's try to bring it back in. <laughs> this is going to be a two-hour episode, guys. I can feel it. Um, As I was saying forever ago, these are very well-organized criminals. They are. They have their very important rules, except the challenge, which is let's go to a mountain free-for-all. <laughs> fight, 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 fight. Kiss, it's, kiss, it's, kiss, kiss. <laughs> seriously. It's like, it wouldn't be too hard to be like, okay, here are the rules for the challenge. One of you has to die. Sorry. Um, you each get a weapon of choice. Dude, I assume you're choosing the Wolverine Claws? He always picks the Wolverine Claws. Anyway, Aladdin, sword, spear, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Like, it's not hard. And then maybe just be like, a, we're just going to try to stay on this cliff. Because they leave. Yeah. They go to another cliff. Yep. After 20 minutes, there will be a break for snacks and water. We don't want people cramping. <laughs> like, it's just to jot down a couple. It's not that bad. Yeah. No. Uh, but Whatever. they have a bizarrely slow fight. Like. Oh, yeah. It, it's not good animation. Uh, the whole movie, the animation was worse than the original. It looks like the whole movie got a tan. Not the people. The whole movie. It's just very brown. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, and I just think it was just choppier. Like, I don't know if they, whatever it was, the people that did the original did not care no. as much about this one. No. And it's because they have a smaller budget and it's usually an entirely different studio that's handling it. Like, yeah. the carpet and the lava in the Cave of Wonders was, I think, like the first CGI used in a Disney film. Wow. And they didn't use a fucking sliver of CGI in this thing. Yeah, no. I vividly recall scenes where someone moved and their mouth and nose and eyes all moved independently of each other. <laughs> okay, this is going to be super weird if you hadn't seen it. Once upon a time on YouTube, did you watch Aladdin in the Cave of Cheeseburgers? No. It was a 40-minute parody dub of the movie. It was one person, and they're like, I am Jaffa Cake. This is my bird, Yayo, and we're going to the cave of cheeseburgers. And it's like, it's that level of humor, and it's yeah. 40 minutes long. We used to like sit around as a group of people and watch it over and over, crying with laughter. And like to this day, when I see Jaffa Cakes, I'm like, Jaffa Cake. <laughs> I missed YouTube somehow. I know. It's such a weird gap in your cultural experience. I know. I don't understand it. It's weird. 
Yeah, like it's a thing, and I use it to look up videos, but I just don't... the like the YouTube videos that everyone saw. Yeah, uh, it's it's up there, guys. It's still on YouTube. It's if you have forty minutes to laugh at some really dumb humor, Aladdin in the Cave of Cheeseburgers. Um, just what for for the audience at home? What age did that really appeal to you? About thirteen. Okay, maybe fourteen. All right, it's real dumb humor. It's when I thought lolcats was still like hilarious. It's that level of humor. It's I can has cheeseburger humor. I mean, it is the cave of cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. Jaffa cake. You said you were gonna buy me a Game Boy. It's so dumb, and I watched it last night. Not the whole <laughs> thing, but parts of it. Because I'm like, I imagined this right. It wasn't real. It was real. Um. So, Saluk so and Aladdin have the world's slowest fight. Yep. And Saluk so just falls off the cliff. Aladdin kicks him. He does do the deed. And so Luke, well, Aladdin falls first. Yeah. He, he's thrown. Onto a secondary cliff. Onto a secondary cliff. Mm-hmm. But he just kicks Saluk dead in the chest. Saluk's so in the ocean. Goodbye. Yep. And they're like, okay, he did. Well, you never expect them to do a drop kick. No. Thank God he had that dagger to catch Thank him. Thank God. I think there's another part later where, like, he punches Saluk again, and he punches him with two fists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like, thought that was a thing for, like, my entire childhood. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. I've never seen it outside of this movie. <laughs> no. I just assumed that like, that's how people fought. clasps his two fingers together to make one giant fist and just slugs him in the face. Yeah. Because he's so big. It's not a thing, guys. It doesn't work like that. Two fists does not equal one big fist. I just don't think he can get it going as fast as one fist. No. Like, that's a lot of setup for someone to not see it coming. Yeah. Um, so he climbs back up the side of the cliff, and they're like, Saluk is dead. This can mean only one thing. And they crowd surf him up to the front of the mountain. They're like, you're in. Welcome to the 40 Thieves. And they sing the song, Welcome to the 40 Thieves, where you can grab, lie, cheat. You never have to brush your teeth, but they care for one another. Um, Iago's like trying to steal their shit throughout the whole song. Yeah. Uh, should have gone for dental. Yeah. Over the vision. Yeah. Very uh, clear. And th- also, mm-hmm. the only musical number I genuinely believe they scripted, rehearsed, like they were ready to go. This is, this <laughs> is an initiation like, the number. Like, oh my God. Oh, so Salute's dead. Super sad. We get to do our number. <laughs> Ready, 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 ready. Okay. Are the triplets on their harmonies? Because that little, ah, they do. Like, That's entirely what the crowd surf is for. It's just getting the, everyone else ready for this number. Like, literally, like, I was looking forward to that watching the movie. Like, the little, like, ah, <laughs> ah, with the little, like, scarf run. I, um, it's probably going to be my, one of my, my favorite quotes. The, just the ahs in that song. Welcome to the 40 Thieves. Together we're the perfect team. Larceny is in the genes. Dare to share the family dream. Live a life of legend. Don't know your treasure. Um, so <laughs> then you see just two sharks in the water, and Saluk's like, nope! <laughs> two sharks, dead. Wolverine Claw. Saluk hunts by just diving into the ocean and coming out with two sharks. I would have given him so much credit if he got just like a shark between his teeth, like, hey. <laughs> I am Saluk. <laughs> um, cut back to Jasmine and Jeannie 
otherwise known as the Robin Williams wanted to play. And so we let him <laughs> scene because it, it exists for no reason. Jasmine's like, I am sad. And the genie's like, I'm going to, I'm going to vamp for 15 minutes. I will say one thing about it that with that scene, it is clear. He doesn't just show up at the 40 thieves like later that night. No. Like time has passed. I thought it was like one day. She's like, I thought he'd be back by now. I'm like, girl, it's this. Oh, it's not the same day. That's Damn. exactly my note. And by the end of that scene, I was like, oh, it's been like months. Yeah. Like he took a while. Yeah. Uh, but not so long that the wedding guests weren't just hanging around waiting. Yeah. We'll get to that. Um, but she's like, I'm super sad. And so the genie turns into Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. And I forget what she says. And Jasmine's like, I'm just worried about him. And he goes, it was a joke. I do that sometimes. I'm like, ooh, that was... Damn, Jeannie. Uh, but they do all it's... sorts of jokes. They do a Vegas wedding. They turn her into Cinderella. They do a Snow White joke, a mermaid, little mermaid joke, a Jessica Rabbit joke, a mini joke. Blah, 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 oh, blah. as like... many Disney jokes as they could fit in. I also realized that's the moment where everyone just plays straight with the Genie. Yep. Like, he can do whatever bit he wants, and they're just like... I'm going to take the one thing you seriously meant out of that and run with it. And she's like, things are making me feel better. And he's like, ah, I should have 20 person number. What the fuck? Like, there's no one. I feel bad. People should laugh at him. Yeah. He, he does make many jokes. It's probably just like, okay, you make me laugh all the time. Like, I can't. It's too much. It's, it's honestly part of the reason why it's good to go back to this movie. Yes. I don't think I could watch Robin Williams every day. No. Robin Williams stand-up, like, when I watch it, it hurts. I'm laughing so hard. Yeah. I can't watch it every day. Even, like, his last show, The Crazy Ones, that's tough to binge. Oh, yeah. And it's, they even it's a focus lot. on his daughter a decent amount. Yeah. Like, there's certain things, like, American Dad, I can just, like, watch clips of that all day, and it's just, like, consistently funny. Like, Robin Williams, like, it's like... Ah, this is a lot. I love it, but it's a lot. Um, so Kasim is very happy. He's like, I win a son, I lose an enemy. It's a great day. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, you know, you guys are kind of brutal as fuck. And he goes, yeah, but I do have a new rule. We never hurt the innocent. I'm like, bullshit. Wait, did he say that was a new rule? I thought he said that was like his only rule. That was the only rule that he added to the code. Okay. Because he's like, it's the code is the code. A man has to die. And Iago's like, yeah, the code seems kind of fucking brutal. And he goes, yeah, I added one thing to the code. We never hurt the innocent, which comes up later. Kill the innocent? Because I would say, like, stealing could hurt people. I know. They harmed quite a few people at that wedding. Yeah. Um, Including an elephant. And we all know animal cruelty is the one thing you cannot do in movies. They hurt old ladies and animals. Rude. Um... But he's like, he's wearing Crocs. The other thirty-nine thieves don't even know about this room, and it's just a room. There's not much in it except for a solid gold boat at the bottom. Uh, the golden hand coin in a turtle to open the door. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, it's it's the ultimate treasure, but it's on an island that appears and disappears, and it's never in the same place twice. It's the hand of Midas. Also, did they just like put the hand? Never mind. Yeah. Oh no, I have like like the <laughs> order and the engineering and the construction. I just don't understand. There's... And he's 
Are you really one to question how real things are or aren't? Just saw an article, Oracle. Have how many episodes of you doing crazy magical you are things? Best friends with a talking bird, a magic rug, and a genie. I think anything is possible. Maybe want your motto moving forward. I don't know. Um, and Real quick on the talking bird, because this was part of my childhood, did not realize Gilbert Godfrey did anything other than birds. Affleck Duck and Yago, that's pretty much his jam. Yeah, I was like, that's it. He doesn't then- even do the Affleck Duck anymore. Well, I know. People were like, oh, did you hear about his comedy tour? He said something racist. And I was like, he did what now? <laughs> um, but he's like... Um, also, this is like an hour plus into the movie. Yeah. Like, this movie is like 20 minutes to a half hour of Robin Williams doing whatever the hell he wants. And they just decided to animate it. Yeah. A uh, good 20 minutes of like singing. Yeah. And then... It's only six songs. Yeah. was why I like... Yeah, 20 minutes. 20 minutes is about right. And then, by the way, is six songs, like, normal? It's six songs in the original. The first one, the songs were... You're starting to sound all over the place because you're moving. That's what I stopped. Came back. So, in the first one, the songs were Arabian Nights, One Jump Ahead, Friend Like Me, Prince Ali, and Whole but, New World, but which like, is five. For Disney, like... 30% of your movie being songs is like... Yeah, about. A, a normal... Okay. About. And then for some reason, the longest exposition in the beginning. Yeah. Like, I'd never understood that. Both movies. But it's just like... The genie didn't show up until like 45 minutes into the first movie. No. It was like I was almost... It was halfway no. over. Like, you think the MacGuffin of the first movie is the Cave of Wonders. It's like, no. It's the beginning. Yeah. The first one, like, the MacGuffin is the Oracle. Mm-mm. She's leading you to the second MacGuffin. Like, wh- secondary it, MacGuffins, this is a lot. Like, It's not an, an especially advanced plot no, that requires a lot complex. of exposition. It's just very slow for some reason. Yeah. Which, Which, for a kid's movie, it's surprising that it held our attention, considering how much it's just like... Robin Williams. The, yeah, there we go. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Oh, and real fast, touching back on it, mm-hmm. um, I, for people who don't know me, so all of you, uh, <laughs> you. do not enjoy musicals. No. Uh, totally never under, like, the appeal of singing in movies, uh, I just don't get it. His it, address is 123 Internet Street. Um, yep. Uh, it. I don't understand it, just whatever. My soft spot is, like, giant group songs. When you have 30 people singing in a song, I'm like, yes, give me more. And so the 40 Thieves song was fantastic. I'm going to make you watch Les Mis. Uh, there's only one part of Les Mis I like. And that's when Bo asks what kind of gum Anne wants, and she sells him stride. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I, okay, that's... A weird thing about, like, the nature of the internet is, like, you can make a joke that makes no sense unless the person has five very specific cultural touchstones to lead into it. Yep. And that's why I only have, like, three friends. Yeah. I'm one of them. Yep. I'm one of the three. It took a lot to get here, guys. 
we have officially known each other six months. Woo! Because I said six months, two months ago, and he's like, excuse me, it's been four. I'm like, I'm sorry. You just started rounding very liberally. It was at my own birthday party. I'm like, it's crazy, because I've known everyone here like 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and I've only known this guy like half a year, and he goes, four months. I don't think it was that quick. I, my memory, of course, being nicer to myself, was more like shock, then calculation, then being like, it's only been like three or four months. Yeah, but saying, he's only been, I'm only, no one likes you. Thanks, girl. (laughs) So he's like, I have two words that are going to change your life. Razul the guard open sesame. Do you know how Razul the guard got his name? I really want to say Batman. Razagul. 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 Nope. Nope. Um, I'm having a stroke over here. (laughs) Um, No. There was an animator layout artist who was from the Middle East and they're like I don't know it's kind of tricky to go to the Middle East if you're not from there and he goes oh I used to live there I'll go there and he went home for like a month and he took over 13,000 photos and brought them back which is like what they based 90% of their art on so they named the guard Razul to honor him oh yeah I thought that was gonna take a weird twist nope that's all right he doesn't actually have a name in the first movie, but he has a name in Toothless this... Toothless Chief? The, the head guard, yeah. I call him Toothless Chief. Toothless Chief. All guards had at least one tooth missing. Yeah. It was a really weird thing to notice. Yeah. Well, they're supposed to be unattractive. So no teeth. Unattractive. But we also need to make them huge and burly and super manly because they're guards. Yeah. And not got a tooth. Um... So, hockey players are ugly. Aladdin is zooming around. We're jumping back and forth, but the movie jumps back and forth. Aladdin <laughs> is zooming around on his carpet, and Kasim's like, "Get off that! You break your neck!" And he's like, "Oh, you are my dad." <laughs> it's kind of funny. And he's like, "We'll take horses. Horses were good enough for my father. They were good enough for my father's father, and they're good enough for you." Like, just it's pretty funny. Um, Not good enough for Christopher Reeve. What the fuck? You're just talking about breaking necks on carpet, so you're going to take a horse. The first thing that popped in my mind is a dude who broke his neck riding a horse. (laughs) Just saying, Kasim. Think about it. Have you seen Gone with the Wind? No. Spoilers for a movie that came out like 70 years ago, guys. And it's like six hours long and I will never watch it. So basically, blah, 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 main character and love interest have a kid together. It's the love of their life. When the kid is like five or six years old, she's on a horse, falls off it, and dies. Okay. I was watching a a different review show of movie bitches. I love you guys. Um, And a character in a thing they're reviewing is wearing a blue velvet outfit. She goes, that reminds me of the outfit that so-and-so's daughter wears in the movie when she dies. She's like... What kind of fucking reference is that? Just, I don't know. It's what we reminded me of. The outfit of a dead six-year-old and gone with you. <laughs> so you guys were talking about Aladdin 3. What'd you get to? Christopher Reeves' accident. What? 
among many other things, including arguments over when we met each other, <laughs> ref- American dad scenes, yeah, uh, and whatever the hell's other tangent we went on for like five minutes before I got us back to the 40 Thieves not having an organized challenge. It's my podcast and I'll do what I want. Will you cry? Yeah. Okay. But you would cry if you... too if it happened to you. Um, so the genie sees Aladdin come back and he's like, don't worry, the king of thieves isn't getting anywhere near here. He turns into Ed from RoboCop. <laughs> um, and then he's like, uh, this is my dad, the king of thieves. And then a joke that I used to say so much, my mom's like, Chelsea, it's really racist out of context. You can't do that. <laughs> Where they're like, code red, code red. And it's all these different like military guys running around like it's the army, it's the navy, yeah. it's the air force. And then there's paratroopers jumping out of a plane and they go, Geronimo, Arapaho, Navajo, Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> it still makes me laugh. <laughs> but if I jumped off anything as a kid, if it was a swing set, if it was monkey bars, I'd just yell, Geronimo, Arapaho, Navajo, Pocahontas. My mom's like, that doesn't work without context, Chelsea. Um, oh, unfortunately, we didn't have smartphones. Otherwise, your mom could just have that video permanently queued up and be like... No. It, it, well, also, in the age of the internet, everyone yes. else would also get that joke because it would be a Vine. Yeah. <laughs> um, bring back Vine. I thought Vine 2 was happening this summer. What happened? Um, so... Aladdin gives him the quick rundown. He's like, he's the king of thieves, but it's okay. The Aladdin, the, the genie gives him a quick makeover during the song Father and Son, which is a song. It is a song. And it touched it, many, many hearts. Did it? Yes. Name one line from it. Like a father. I don't know enough about the song to argue that point. Shot in the dark? <laughs> Try it. I bet it's in there. Um, but it, it's just showing a bunch of like parody of like famous fathers, like the Brady Bunch and Leave it to Beaver and the Godfather and like a bunch of I was of waiting fathers. for a cat's cradle reference. And the cat's in the cradle with the silver spoon. Didn't see one. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. To be fair, this was also late enough at night where who knows why is cat's cradle like well known as a, like a like fathers hold tight to your children before they forget you but beth isn't because i've literally never heard the whatever beth is it may be because of glee i admit it there's a whole song that's like me and the boys are gonna record a song and it's gonna be a hit any day and i promise beth one day i'll be there to read you a bedtime story and then by the time he goes wait the band's never gonna make it beth's already got babies of her own Oh, it's because fathers and daughters is a totally different thing. Hey, I didn't invent patriarchal society. I just live in it. Fix it. You're a white man. This is your thing. (laughs) No. Our thing is breaking stuff and making ourselves richer. That too. You have a lot of things. What can we say? We're renaissance men. I saw some tweet today that was like, uh, I was referring to the Republicans in the whole Russia thing, and they're like, this witch hunt has turned into a lynch mob. And someone said, funny how you compared what these white men are going to to the dehumanization of women and then black people. 
What are you going to compare it next to? The Holocaust? And I was like, oop. Oop. I might cut that for political reasons, but I probably won't because I'm lazy. And this episode has to go up in like 24 hours. You have an entire holiday. You think I'm going to edit while I'm day drinking? I mean, no. Tomorrow is the day of freedom. I will not be chained to a computer. Except for like Tumblr and like Twitter and Reddit probably. Anyway. Way to make your point. <laughs> Kasim meets Jasmine. Um, and he's like, oh, yep. Sure was trapped with the 40 thieves. I don't like to talk about it. Anyway. Again, everyone's just like, dude shows up with Aladdin. He says he's his dad. He's his dad. Let him let him into the mansion. Look at him. He's got a knife. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Again, that's also the scene where Jeannie does say, I have the DNA. Thank God. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been on this all day. Just pulls a DNA strand out of midair. And he's like, I've got it. It's cool. Don't worry. Yeah. Um. So the other 32 thieves are captured because there's like five left behind. Okay. Sure. At this point, there are 41 thieves because Saluk is still alive. Yep. This is why everything went wrong. <sighs> You upset the balance! You deviated from the plan! You threw off my groove! <laughs> I'm waiting for the follow-up, just like... We had the 40 thieves, now we have the 40 cops! And it's just a Disney version of the police academy. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so then, uh, the genie is getting things ready for the wedding. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm having an out-of-movie experience. <laughs> you can't talk, Robin Williams. It just doesn't happen. Live with it. Accept it. Uh, Kasim is looking around for the oracle, though. Bad daddy. Yeah. You could probably just ask your son. Right? I mean, to be fair, he'd probably want to see what the hell he was going to ask the oracle. Hey, this thing I've dedicated my whole life to, can you tell me where it is? And son, we can go get it. All right. I feel like he'd be down. Yeah. You know Aladdin. He DTF adventure. He is DTF. For everything. With adventure. Um. So. So he's looking for the oracle and the guards are like, we were waiting for you. Boom, boom, boom. And they take him to the sultan and Aladdin's like, this is the only reason you came back. Go away. And they're like, this is the law dungeon for life 100 years dungeon any adventure time fans out there no okay um and they lock iago up which i'm like he's kind of been a dick for a while why all of a now are we deciding to persecute him Prosecute iago is him. the one true anti-hero he's Walt walter white yes he's in it for himself but also kind of happens to be a f entertaining character so they're like also yeah. a hero yeah so Aladdin is like genie I want my father's cloak and he's like <laughs> that's like not a good idea and he's like yeah I'm gonna dress as my dad and break him out of jail so Aladdin is gonna put on his dad's cloak he's gonna make the guards think that he's him that he's his dad and his dad will escape in the meantime don't know why that genie couldn't have helped with that in like putting on the cloak and walking by a door would have been real simple anyway whatever you can't use the genie for everything because then there's no story. 
Um, and so he gets caught, but Kasim comes back for him. They run away together, and he's like, I gotta go back for Jasmine. And he's like, no, you're gonna be in the dungeon forever. And he's like, I won't abandon you, my family. Like, you abandon yours. It's like, damn. It's cold as fuck. Indeed. Did we lose all of my Prince of Persia stuff? Yeah. God damn it, all right. I figured as much. I'm not sure. We'll listen to it later. We had some technical difficulties, y'all. Um... So, uh, he's like, I don't want to be part of your family anymore. And he gives back the dagger and he tells Iago to go with Kasim with the Oracle and go find the fucking treasure. If that's what's so important to you, what's more important than your family. Uh, Kasim claims he only wanted the treasure because he wanted to give his family the best. He's like, you don't understand. We were poor. People call me street rat. And Aladdin's like, sorry, I can't relate. Oh, wait. Um. So Is that an insult they just made up for that movie? Street Rat? Yeah. I think so. Okay. I'm not sure. Only five of the 40 thieves remain in the cave. They escaped somehow when they did the raid. And so Luke comes back and he's like, Kasim's the one who sold you out. And they're like, you always hated him. Why would you? we believe you? And he's like, musical number. Um. <laughs> and he sings, are you in or out? And he's like, wait, do we mention that? Kasim stopped to steal the oracle on his way out. Yes. Which is why he came back for Aladdin at all. He didn't really come back for Aladdin. He came back for the oracle. And Aladdin happened to be there. Little column A, little column B. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. No. What the hell with the security on the oracle? Yeah, like, Sultan, sleep with it under your mattress. Like, First off, I don't think they even give a shit about the oracle. No. But, like, if a dude keeps trying to steal it and you really want to hold on to it, don't up. put it in a giant room full of presents that doesn't have a lock on it, apparently. Also, just how he can, as he's on his way from the jail to escaping said jail, he can just, like, stop in a room and pick it up. Well, the treasure room is adjacent with the jail. That's some good planning. Oh, you were trying to steal? Step next door, please. <laughs> Ba-bam! It's like our own modern prison system. Um, so he sings, Are You In or Out? Uh... Basically saying, like, man, before Kasim got here, we got to be violent, raging sociopaths. Those were the good old days. Which begs the question, did the dude just get out of the way for Kasim? Like, I know Kasim's a sly guy and all, and became king. Yeah. But, like, clearly he was there beforehand. Did he rise through the ranks with Kasim? Well, he says, cast your vote. So it sounds like it is a voted upon position. Yeah. And Kasim is a very charming Again, motherfucker. very good rules, except for the challenge. So Kasim returns, and they all turn on him, and he's like, no, I have the oracle. I can give you the hand of my They're like, no, we're going to take it. And they take him on a boat, and he's like, uh, we have to be further out to sea before I can ask the question. I don't know why they had to be on a boat at all. I feel like they were just trying to get some headway towards this island. You don't know what direction it's in. He was clearly killing time. Yeah. He's, he's going to wink in a little nod from Iago. But basically, as soon as the oracle activates, Iago's like, cover! And he, like, escapes, which is very smart. Um, well, they were, th- yeah, they, they were planning that. Yeah. They were planning that. And then the oracle's like, it's this way, follow me! So, and she just turns into a beam of light. Yeah. Again, why not that helpful with the dad? Nope. But. Like, he's with the thieves, figure it out, bitch. Like. Yeah, no. For this entire movie, by the way, again, all Aladdin's really. Every time I saw Iago, I was thinking of 
oh, you know Shakespeare? Uh, no. The yeah, pair from, from Aladdin. Aladdin. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, so... Uh, so they're going after the Oracle. Mm-hmm. Or she's guiding them now. Yeah. They're going on the thing. I think that uh, the dad put two and two together and knew that the island was going to be a turtle because of the door. Yep. Because he figures it out pretty quick when it happens. Yeah. He seems to be game. Yeah. He's down. So Aladdin and Jasmine are on the carpet. They're flying out. They're going to... They find... Oh, Jasmine did go with him. To do nothing. Are you kidding? To do nothing. She had to stay on the carpet. You're going to leave a car running unattended? No. My favorite You're is... going to leave your hoe in the passenger seat. <laughs> Aladdin... No. Jasmine, Abu, and the rug are sitting on a roof like, Oh, no, we're trapped. I'm like, you can't be trapped with a flying carpet. It doesn't work. Yeah. She's not that smart. Um, so... But she's a strong, independent woman who don't need no prince. That doesn't mean she's good at it. Um, so the vanishing isle rises out of the sea and Kasim is like, oh, it's on the back of a turtle. That's why it's never never in the same place twice. I don't think Kasim does. Aladdin does that for sure. Yeah. Aladdin's like, ah, oh, this clicks now. And that's because we don't see Kasim's reaction. I just assume Kasim's he like, knew what was up. But like this, yeah. this island has like stuff from Greek culture and stuff from Roman culture and a pyramid and oh. the Washington Monument? I'm like, this is in the future. They just, it's it's Planet of the Apes. They took all of our monuments, put them on the back of a turtle, and we're like, go. And apparently a more oxygen-rich environment that would allow said giant turtle. It's the future. Maybe they're all tiny. Maybe he's just a normal-sized turtle. What? I have never made that sound more times than I have in recording this podcast. I don't know why I'm doing it. Uh, the air horn for emphasis. Yeah. Obviously. I just don't do that that often in my everyday life. This is news to me. You do, do it, it a lot with you? You do it enough with me. Oh, okay. Or this is not a surprise by any way, shape, or form. I mean, I do it sometimes. I think I've done it like 15 times in this recording. Yeah, you've done a lot in this one. I don't know why. Um, I also do the air horn for fun. Yes. So Aladdin's like, Genie. Oh, Genie also came. Yeah. Cause a distraction. From what? Of what? For why? And his distraction is to swim inside the turtle's mouth. And tickle it. And tickle it. And the turtle's like, eh. And it starts to dive. Because that's what you do (laughs) when you get tickled. You you go underwater. I'm going to drown this bitch. Um, <laughs> so they find the hand of Midas on a thing that is very confusing. It's a giant gold hand, like the yes. size of a person. And More than. standing on that hand is a mannequin. Very Egyptian with, looking. With a, with a cloak on. Uh-huh. And the mannequin just has like a little stump. And then the actual hand of Midas is set into it. The giant gold hand is floating on nothing and just slowly rotating. Magic. Just magic. Okay. I can believe magic. That's how you got to protect this goddamn hand. It can't touch anything. And if it touches... That's, see? <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, Kasim's like, oh my god, it's the hand. And he like cries out of beauty. And he's like, man, I wish I was younger. I could make this jump. And Aladdin jumps to the hand. The hand tilts. Yes. This hand, which is floating in nothing, tilts. 
and Aladdin almost slips off of a giant gold metal spinning slick tilting hand, but he gets himself up there. How? I don't fucking know. You know, there's that one part of the hand that didn't polish all that well, so he got a better grip there. It's got grips. Yeah. He chalked his hands before. Yeah. And um, uh, and we all know that the the statue on said hand is bolted into the hand. Yes. Otherwise, it would have tipped and yes. fallen over. But the statue is like, with like, stone. Yeah. And like the hand is sitting on like a little a little wooden like popsicle stick. Yeah. To hold it in place. So he's mm-hmm. like, oh man, the hand, and Kasim's like, don't touch it. Which was there a cross promotion in which they had the little popsicles that was a hand and you could just? I feel like there was. There should have been. The fact that there are tiny little baby hands for um, Deadpool makes me laugh. Yeah. It makes me laugh. <laughs> um, so, Kasim's like, Aladdin, don't touch it. So he grabs it just by the stick and he throws it at his dad. His dad panics and then just catches it in his cloak. And his whole cloak turns gold. Not solid metal. It's still fabric at this point. It is floaty. But it's gold. Yup. And they're like, God damn, that's cool. Woo-woo. Stops the cloak. And then he touches the hand to the ground. And everything turns to gold. The room, Water. The the gold, The water's still rushing. Yeah, it's gold water. It's gold water. The, the floor the they're standing on, water. the walls, the ceiling. Not the turtle. No. Not the roofs that Jasmine and Fam are on. Nope. So this thing... Because if it just spreads imminently, A, why is the little wooden thing not gold? Uh-huh. B, why did the gold cloak stop at his cloak? Why didn't it turn his whole outfit gold? Uh-huh. I went through the checklist. I tried to do I was like, does it stop at each item? No. Does it stop? Between fabrics. Between organic matter. Nope. Like, is only inorganic matter if it touches other inorganic. It's still fair game. Nope. No. It, no. There's no rhyme nor reason. No rhyme or reason. Um, I'm still upset that the water turns to gold but the whole ocean is not gold i when i was younger i think i'm just like oh because the room is gold the water looks like it's gold because of like reflections so yeah there's like no other co- but no the water is just gold it's straight gold and then saluk but still like watery saluk ducks out from behind the mannequin yeah oh so before they head into the room to find the hand saluk tries to run up on them Alan does the two-hand punch and saluk is knocked out cold saluk is behind them yeah they walk into this room, look up, see giant gold spinning hand, and they're trying to get up to it, trying to get up to it. They jump to the hand, they touch the hand, they throw the hand to the other side, and Saluk pops out from behind them on the hand also. How? I mean, he needs to spend at least five minutes going through concussion protocol before he can get back <gasps> to action. Hey, Saluk is magic. He doesn't need this hand. <laughs> and so he's like, I'm going to kill you. And then Kasim's like, Saluk, catch. And he throws it. Salute catches it bare hand. Like all real men do. And then he's like, what the fuck are you staring at me for? And he slowly turns to gold, including his clothing. It has the Looney Tunes effect, though, where he doesn't realize he's turning to gold until he realizes he's turning like, to gold. Like, everything else he's touched, like, instantaneously turns to gold. And him, yeah. it, like, it takes a minute to kick in. It's like, oh, and he's like, wait, what? And then he was like, oh, shit, I touched it. And then he starts to turn to gold. Yeah. But he, he drops the hand before he turns fully to gold. And then yeah. he falls off the giant floating gold hand. Which does not tip said hand. No. Into the water. And he clunks ominously to the ground. So sad. Not at all, actually. Uh, so Aladdin rips off his sleeve. He wraps the hand in it. The fabric turns to gold. 
Okay. Uh, they escape out of that room. They're climbing, and he's like, come on, Dad, you can climb faster. And he goes, yeah, without this. And he unclips the gold cloak, which then clangs to the ground in a solid shape. Solid gold now. It's been moving the whole time uh-huh. until he unclips it, and then it is a very heavy gold clunk. And I thought that was going to be something, like... I, I, I don't know if they were rushing the end, but it was clear, like... We're out of time. Go. Yeah. Like, we just need to... We need to solve this now. Yeah. So, he's like, well, Dad, you got it. You got your ultimate treasure. And he's like, I nearly lost my whole family for this hand. It's not the ultimate treasure. You are. And I curse this wretched hand to the bottom of the sea. And he throws it. And it hits the other thieves' boat. And the whole boat turns to gold. But not the thieves. Not the thieves. But Nor like the ocean. No. The... The floor of the boat, the sails, the rigging, different materials, all t- like. <sighs> and it's solid gold this time. The fabric doesn't stay all loosey and floaty. No. And the way that Kasim knew that the hand was real because of a solid gold boat. So he is saw it just that coming. history repeating itself? A little bit. A little column A, a little column B. You know it. Um, no C's though. No, no C's. Just the seven. Um. So, then Jasmine is sitting trapped on a roof with a flying carpet. And then Kasim's like, rug! And he just jumps, grabbing Aladdin. And the rug catches them. And he's like, oh, you trust it now. And he's like, of course I do, if you do. Oh, you trust the rug. The heartwarming redemption we were all hoping for. Aladdin's dad and his rug. Well, you know, once you get rid of that weight of always searching for this one hand. It gives you a lot more room to laugh. Yeah. Um. So then they're like, okay, time to go. And the turtle goes full underwater. And they're like, where's the genie? And the turtle's like, sorry. Pops his head above water. Opens his mouth. Uh, genie steamboat willies out of there. Oh, yeah. Full Disney references. Black and white. Little do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Um, you never watched... Uh, avatar legend of korra right no there's a whole thing where they're like hum the wild is crazy and you can't trust it humans live on the back of these magic lion turtles uh-huh and then the lion the whole thing but it's the only thing i could think about for this entire movie every time the turtle's head showed up i was like you're not a lion turtle you need to get out of here life on the back of a turtle is is not a new thing no, it's not. I think there's certain Native American... Oh, I, I mean, it goes all the way back. It's some of the yeah. first... Around the back of a turtle! ...written, recorded yeah. uh, myths. So we finally get the Aladdin and Jasmine wedding. Raja is holding her veil. That's the only thing he gets to do this whole movie. Also, oh, she didn't have a veil like the first time they tried to get no. married. And they just brought it in for the second one. Yeah. They were like, that's what was wrong! And, that's, that's the jinx. Oh, and by the way, when Aladdin came back from breaking his dad out, the Sultan's like, well, the law is the law. Except what you did was really cool, so we weren't going to persecute you. Yeah, because you're the Sultan and the rules are yours. He just changes the rules, like but, he did in the first movie. Yeah, but then uh, Aladdin's dad shows up for the wedding, but like in shadow, and he can only like wink at his son, and then he like flies away. And then he's like, and then Iago's like, but he's your son. He's like, yep, and I'm an unwanted man, and I'm not going to ruin his wedding. I'm like, you're probably forgiven. 
And then Iago's like, well. Well, the Sultan was kind of, he was hard on, on Kasim. Yeah. He, he was a little more chill on Aladdin, and I kind of get it. Yeah. Not that but I like, have a daughter. But, like, I won't arrest but... your dad at your own wedding, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. The code among thieves uh, is kind of weird when it comes to the good guy, bad guy thing. But basically, Iago's like, um, so I'm fucking sick and hanging out with these drips. I'm going to roll with you, King of Thieves. And Kasim's like, okay. Iago got his happily ever after. He did. That's all we really care about. And they about. ride off on their horse. Aladdin and Jasmine fly away to see him off. They wave. Aladdin and Jasmine kiss. Credits. And then at the very end of the credits, the genie pops up and he's like, this is it, man. Game over. This is the end. Meaning, like, I'm not doing any more fucking Aladdin movies. That's literally, he said, that's why I said it. Because I'm done with Aladdin. Not a, uh, not a Ferris Bueller reference. It was also that. Okay. But it was saying, that's it, man. That's all. No more. Game over. Like, just every, like, Thieves. yeah. Yep. So that's it. That's Aladdin and the King of Thieves. It was a good one. Another another Disney pulling from the public domain and not letting the any of their stuff hit public domain. No. So yep. favorite quote from the original, favorite quote from the sequel. Uh original so I know it's part of Jafar uh like intentionally not learning his nickname as like a diss I'm I don't like you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think he calls him a poo. And then a boo boo. I think it's time to say goodbye to Prince Abubu. Twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genie calls him uh, Alibaba. Aladdin calls himself Ali Bwabwa. Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali Bwabwa. I don't know why he decides to say it that way. It's funny. Other people just give up and call him Ali, and I'm pretty sure Jasmine's just like Prince. He gets called Al a couple of times. He gets called, yeah. Like, the whole let's have an alias and make up and run with it, they did not do, which is, again, why I'm convinced the genie is just a con man. Yeah. And a somewhat lazy one at that. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, it's a, such a throwaway line, but it's a giant lay Miz joke, which is, at the very beginning, he's like, Stop, thief, we'll have your life! And he's like, All oh, this for a loaf of bread? All this for a loaf of bread? Yeah, <laughs> that was a throwaway. Tee um, whole new world. It got Grammy for best song for a reason. Um, phenomenal cosmic power. Itty bitty living space. <laughs> it's all part and parcel of the whole genie gig. Phenomenal cosmic power. Itty bitty living space. Um, it's a hookah. It's a coffee maker. It will not break. It will. It broke. Welcome to Agrabah. City of mystery, of enchantment. Uh, the finest merchandise this time ever shown on sale today. Come on down. <laughs> Look at this. Yes, <laughs> combination hookah and coffee maker. Also makes Julian fries. Will not break. Will not. It broke. Oh. Yeah. It's all Robin Williams lines. I'm sorry. Break him, rack him, rack him, rack. Stick that sword into that snake. You stay out of this. Jafar, Jafar, he's our man. If he can't do it, right? <laughs> that was a good one. Um, and then from the sequel, what's yours? I don't know. There were so many puns. Is it all Robin Williams lines? Because mine are. You go first. Okay, so mine is. Um, it's a joke. 
I do that sometimes. <laughs> it's a joke. I do that. Just because it's so just like Robin Williams being fucking done. Uh, Geronimo, Arapaho, Navajo, Pocahontas. Geronimo, Arapaho, Navajo, Pocahontas. I feel like I should pick something that's more interesting. Mm-hmm. It's your um, favorite. I know. Admittedly, I didn't take great notes on my favorite lines. Mm-hmm. I was more focused on remembering scenes and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like trying to be like, what's something that just comes to my mind right now? I don't know. Is it never have to brush your teeth? From Welcome to the Forty Thieves. No, I did. <laughs> it was one of the things I remember the most from growing up, though. I was like, ah, that. Uh, you know, that's always a kid thing of like, and you never have to brush your teeth. If I don't brush my teeth, I feel like gross the next day. Like if I go to bed without brushing my teeth, I wake up and I'm like, yeah, my mouth tastes terrible. No, I, yeah, I don't really get. I mean, I get that just as much from brushing my teeth. Oh, yeah, I don't. No, it's like the same. Um, we'll, we'll try to go early. Yeah. I, I'm going to stick with all of the genie introductions at, for the people. Oh, the... Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. That's right, we're taking you to the marriage of the millennium. And who's this coming on the lovely stretch camel? Oh, it's Cleopatra and Caesar, and they're bringing a salad. How wonderful. Oh, look, there's Osiris. Oh, Osiris! Osiris, can we have a word with you? Oh, no, the crowd is parting. Who's coming? It's Moses! And your name is? I'm Thor. You're Thor? Well, it hurts. Once again, this whole broadcast has been brought to you by Sam. It's everywhere. Get used to it. And you already know this is going to be sprung on you because you just listened to an episode today. Yes. It's the Stupid Seagulls drinking game! Do you want to start it? You want me to start it? Oh, uh, I did not hear about this one. Oh, yay! I always bring this on guests because no one ever listens. And then they're like, wait, what? Like, you listen I listened to the, to the second one. I don't think you had this on the second one. It's a new thing. It is. I don't think I did it in the first three episodes. So, <sighs> of course, we create a drinking to. game. And, and the we one go, you tell me to listen to. We go back and forth. I gave you some later ones to listen to, and you said, I'm going to stick to Mulan. Fair enough. Boom. So, we're going to create a drinking game for people who want to watch this movie. Usually it's so they can, like, get through a terrible movie, but this is actually a really good movie. So, this is just, like, have a glass of wine and sip game. So, for example... I also assume where I'm really should be even funnier drunk. Yes. Drink every time there's a song. There's six drinks right there. God damn. What? Okay, this is going to make me sound silly in comparison to everything else you know about me. Mm-hmm. What's the purpose of drinking games? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm choosing to live with this person, guys. I <sighs> You know I've never played a drinking game. I know. It's just we want to get drunk, but just sitting here drinking is boring. So let's make it competitive. So the attempt the point is to get drunk. So more drinks is good. Yes. But you want to keep it rare enough where you're not just like pounding shots every time. I mean for this game for this for the purposes of this podcast don't be like drink every time they use a word with the letter e in it but like 
every time Robin Williams does a Disney impersonation. That was going to be my next one. Drink every time the you, the animation is noticeably worse than the original. Yes. Um, oh, see, I overthink all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, every time Jasmine is not as useful as she should be. Uh, drink every time the carpet or the genie being there could have immediately solved the problem. <laughs> it's the whole movie. <laughs> it really is. Um, There's a big one that you're not thinking of. Well, I'm going to say every time they mention the Oracle. Drink every time you notice someone has bad teeth. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm upset I did not think of that one. I know. I've been harping on it the whole time. I know. That's uh, why I took it from you. Damn. <laughs> um, How many of these are we doing? Do one more. One more? Mm-hmm. Okay. Banana. Banana. Back in black, to say. That's your go-to Don't you jam. Know I was glad to be back. Now we cut loose from the noose. That had me hanging around um, in the nightlife. Can't say. <laughs> I don't really know the words. I think everybody glows. <laughs> At least glows enough. <laughs> um, damn it. See, this is what happened. Come on. I know. One more. It would just be really dumb. Do it. Every time they mention a number, like a very specific number. Like 40? Like 40. 39. What? Like any. Oh, man. We're the last 37 thieves. Okay. Solid. And the last the last rule, as it always is, is drink every time you want to turn the movie off and then do. Except they don't because this movie's great. So. Or if you're thinking about turning it off, pause. Stay up like two hours later than you usually do and Take revisit another it drink again. Yeah. and then watch it again. All right. Uh, this is our episode. Alex, thank you so much for being my last minute guest. This will probably happen again when we live together. Yeah. Uh, Anytime. It was fun. It was. It's always fun. We can go off topic. All we did was put a microphone in front of us and then had a normal like Tuesday. That's pretty much what my podcast is yeah it's i wanted to talk and i'm like i'm gonna make other people listen there you go all right guys that's our episode uh i'm not sure what's coming up next uh i might have to skip next month because we're moving in like two weeks three weeks and uh i haven't even started packing so i'll see you around tell me what movies you want to see next do you want to see more disney i know i've been doing a lot of those lately do you want to see more live action? What movie are you waiting for me to do and I just haven't done yet? Tell me on our Facebook, our Reddit, our Twitter. Thanks so much for listening to the I don't remember. Podcast. There's ways to Please find me. Please subscribe and review so everyone uh, can find us on iTunes. Thank you so much. You can find us and on Twitter next time, at Stupid Sequels bye. 2 or email us at stupidsequelspodcast at gmail.com. Every episode is made possible by our sound engineer, Francis Cod. Our logo was designed by Nicole Wiseman at Wiseshots. And you can find me online at Callie Blair on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. And remember, even though these movies are stupid, deep down, we really love them.